work your ass off you know when you're not at work you're still at work which is you're working on your future your passion what you do outside of the work is going to define your future not what you do in the, in 9 to 5 this is episode number 41 of the inspiring talk with passion pruneer dev godby Welcome guys to The Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm host for this show. Each week I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. Thank you guys for joining me on this another amazing conversation with Dev Gadwi. If quitting your 9 to 5 rat race is one of your dreams, then this episode is for you. Dev Gadwi is a passion pioneer who has built his businesses around his passion and helps people do the same through his programs. His book 80% Mindset, 20% Skills, Life Transformation in 9 Days has been well received by people across the globe where he talks about getting out of the middle class mindset and building a millionaire mindset now dev has got a very powerful story being son of a truck driver he has gone through a lot of financial challenges in his childhood he struggled to communicate in english as a kid and to him coming from lower middle class family there was an option to stay on his 9 to 5 job which he has been doing for 16 long years and he was making decent amount of money but this comfortable job couldn't stop him from dreaming big and building life what he calls as six sundays a week life in this episode we discuss on a wide range of topics from why dev quit his job after 16 long years of experience in corporate life how you can find your passion and build a business around it or how you can become a passion pioneer his mission of helping 10 million people to find their passion how you can quit the 9 to 5 rat race and much more this is one of the best conversations i have had on this podcast i hope you will love this now before i welcome dev guys if you'd like to start your own podcast you may like to check my online group podcast coaching program where i help you launch your own awesome podcast within 6 weeks i handhold you for these 6 weeks with all the minute details you will ever need such as coming out with your idea picking up the name for your podcast equipment software and also i'll give you access to dedicated whatsapp group for questions and discussions and it also includes my online video course on editing audio which has got more than 20 video lessons on that to get you started it also includes all the templates worksheets and checklists to keep you on the track if you are interested in starting your own podcast check out the details at theinspiringtalk.com/podcastcoaching that is theinspiringtalk.com/podcastcoaching or you can write to me at bj@theinspiringtalk.com there are 15 people who has taken this course and are in process of launching their podcast next batch of the class starts on june 17 and i have got a very limited seats so check out the details at theinspiringtalk.com/podcastcoaching now without further ado let me welcome dev gadwi Welcome back guys super pump for this one Dev Gadbi chats with me today Dev welcome to the show Thank you so much Vijay 
So Dev, I was really looking forward to this one, especially after watching your video on YouTube about quitting your job. That was powerful. Guys, if you are really thinking about leaving a job to create a profession around passion, you must watch that video. Dave captures his real emotions of last day on his job and his nervousness of being not sure if he would be able to make it. Super impressive, huh, Dave? You made it. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. That was the historic day of my life, man. That was the day when my life flipped upside down. So yeah, I, I also highly recommend that you want to check out what would you feel when you quit your job the day. I think you would probably relate to that more. Yeah, and definitely we are going to talk more about that in this conversation itself, quitting your rat race and finding passion and making it your profession, right? But they've before we talk about all the different achievements that you have done and then uh, making a lot of passionpreneurs and you know helping them find their passion i would like to talk about where this passionpreneur came from so how was your childhood like tell tell us about your background sure um, yeah i was i was born in a very humble family my dad was a truck driver my mom was a housewife i had an elder brother um going back to the early memories of my childhood i i saw my dad, my dad really working hard, like, you know, before even, you know, I understood how the world works. I just saw my mom and dad working really, really hard. And I think I, I think the credit goes to my mom, especially my dad, of course, you know, it really worked hard, but it was my mom because of her, you know, because of her awareness, we are who we are today. Like in my community, nobody went to school, nobody went to college forget about English medium, not even Gujarati medium. So till today, all my cousins, my, you know, my, my relatives, they're either farmers or they have the teach stall or the driving truck or small time entrepreneur or you know, small stuff they're doing. So I, I consider myself really, really lucky, you know, being, being the child who was fortunate to get the English medium education at that time when mm -hmm. everybody was against my mom and dad that, hey, don't make your kids go to English medium school. It's really, really difficult to pay all the bills. But thanks to my mom and dad and their courage, uh, you know, this thing could happen. So childhood was a little difficult, I would say, because, uh, we, you know, me, uh, we, we all used to stay in a very small house, which was made of a cement sheet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it used to get really, really hot in afternoon time, you know, when, mm -hmm. when you, if you've been in those kind of cement sheet houses, you would know how hot it is. Uh, but at the same time, it was fun as well. We had our own ways, own methods. We used to dip the uh, thin blankets and we'd just wrap, mm -hmm. you know, ourselves in that yeah. and just switch on the fan. It was our own homemade AC. <laughs> yeah, true. So... So that was the time which which I remember was difficult. You know, the house was in a, in a neighborhood which was surrounded by all the drunkards and they were always fighting and abusing. My mom really made sure that we do not mingle with any of those people. And she gave us a really, really, you know, good values. And she made us, uh, you know, study in the English medium school with a lot of difficulties. Uh, they were not even letting us study in English medium school. There was no admission for, mm -hmm. you know. Can you, can you share that story, Dev, of your mother being persistently standing on the hot sun, asking teachers of that school to get you guys in, in that school? Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the name of the school was Excelsior Model School. And um, the day when my mom went there for, you know, my brother's admission and my admission, uh, 
the, the, the principal actually did not even let them in because of our dress. You know, they understood that they're uneducated, poor people. They did not let them in. So what my mom did was my mom actually stood there outside the gate of the school for more than one hour or two hours constantly till somebody came from inside. He said, hey, what's happening? Why are you standing here? He said, you know, we want our kids to be, you know, getting educated from here. He's, then he's like, but how are you going to manage the homework, the fees? How are you going to manage? He said, we are uneducated, but I promise if you give us an opportunity, we will do everything. We'll send them for tuitions, extra classes. We'll do everything that we can. And with a lot of efforts and, you know, uh, and, and persuasion, my mom actually, she did it. You know, it was, it was highly, highly difficult at that time because most of the kids in, in that school, they were all the kids uh, of people who are like doctors, engineers, rich people, right? Basically, yeah. businessmen. So mm -hmm. they would never give an admission. I remember from our locality, we were only two and there was one more person, one more kid who, who was also given the admission from the same uh, locality. And that kid's uh, dad was the rickshaw driver, right? So we were only three kids out of all the kids. So it was difficult. But my mom, you know, she did it with her persuasion. Yeah, and I was just uh, looking at the video interview that you have done with your mom, and I just can't say how powerful she is, right? She talks about the bigger vision that she had for you guys. She did almost everything that she could to make sure that you guys were getting good education and then really got that opportunity so that you can never complain that you were not given the opportunity to excel it in your life. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate and very lucky to have such a brilliant, uh, you know, upbringing by my mom and dad. And, you know, I would have not become who I'm become because of, you know, without my mom and dad. Dev, what happened after that, right? You got admission on that school and then you maybe graduated from that school. What happened after that? Yeah, so um, I finished my graduation from Gujarat and I started working in, in a BPO industry. So initially, my mm -hmm. first job was quite interesting. You may like it, Vijay. Okay. The first job that I got was in Reliance BPO. And that's where I used to handle the inbound customer queries for the Reliance uh, prepaid and postpaid. Right? And we used to have the Gujarati call center, right? So we used to get calls from Gujarat. So we were shortlisted, few of us from Gujarat, and we were given the offer letter. We all came to uh, Mumbai. We started working, and you know the the interesting part was the the pitch. The first mm -hmm. opening line was really so funny. Now I go back and laugh at it. Mm -hmm. It was like, "Who dev tamari kevita shayata karishaku?" Right? It was so funny. So those were the days. I started working. And, uh, you know, I stayed there for one year. Then I decided that, hey, you know, it's time for me to learn more and explore my own potential. And, of course, make more money, right? And I was probably getting about 6,500 rupees at that time. It was 16 years ago. And I actually jumped to the international BPO where I, I made double the money. And at the same time, I got my English education there because despite of me coming from the English medium school, I was so terrible at English. I was so bad that my sir would sound like mm -hmm. sure and sure mm. would sound like sir, you know, the snakes and snacks. <laughs> that was that was the you know pathetic English I had and horrible grammar and all that thing. But luckily, I got into the BPO, Wipro BPO, despite of going through the extended on-job training and I was almost on the verge of getting fired there because of not so good English. But 
somehow I managed to stay there and, and the trainers, they saw my determination, my hunger to improve and learn. Uh, they actually allowed me to go on the production floor and that, that, that three years actually made me really good in terms of my communication and then that was just it. This continued and then I've changed so many companies from there. I moved into different uh, industries. I got into sales and, and again, I was blessed to get into sales. I was really, really, I'm really happy that I chose the sales as my career and I was working in uh, nine to five. So long story short, I spent about 16 long years in the corporate, but out of mm -hmm. all 16, first 13 years, I was just going to work, going nine to five without any vision, without any ambition. And I was merely existing. I was somebody who was really, really comfortable in my life. So yeah, I mean, 16 years were really good. I met a lot of good people. I learned a lot of things, uh, but only last two or three years is when I realized that I was, I was probably not born to do that. And I, there's more to life than just going so, nine to five. So hold a second five. right there. Dave, the lower middle-class family guy, working in a corporate, day-to-day -day life, 13 years down the line, what made you dare to think big? Because you had all those challenges back, back at your home. You had to support your family. If you lose that job, you don't have any support system there in place. How did you even dare to think that big? Well, uh... Well, I, I, you know, for, till till thirteenth year, I was thinking that I was doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I saw my dad working hard. I went with him on one of his trip, and I saw, you know, you know, the struggle that he had. So what did your dad do? So, he was a truck driver. Okay. So he, he used to drive the big tankers, uh, you know, from Gujarat to Jalgaon, Dulia, Maharashtra, and and so on and so forth. So I just went with him in one one of those uh, trips, and I saw what a struggle, right? No timing for food, no timing for sleeping, a lot of mosquitoes wherever they slept. And back in those days, like I'm talking about 17, 18 years ago, and when he was driving truck at night, you know, the high beams coming from opposite truck was really, really blinding. So I saw my dad struggling and working hard, and he used to tell me that they make sure that you study hard so that you don't have to do what I am doing today. Right. So he kept us away from the driving, you know, truck and transport business. Uh, seeing that, I thought that I was doing pretty good. My dad was my benchmark of hard work, you know, and I worked really, really hard in my corporate job. Thanks to that, I was making good money. I was making, you know, a salary in lakhs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but there was something missing. And that missing piece was, you know, I, despite of me making lakhs and lakhs of rupees, there was something missing as in I was not able to save money. My lifestyle was improving. Now I, I bought the car, I had a you know, decent lifestyle, but I was not feeling fulfilled and I was not able to save enough money. Then I said, hmm, if I have to do this job, if I have to you know, be in sales, why do I have to be average salesperson? What do I need to do to become the best at what I'm doing? That's the day when I just started going on YouTube and I just searched sales training and what I saw was amazing. I met my first mentor there. His name is Grant Cardone and I saw some of his videos and I just got hooked onto it. So I did everything I had to do to learn and rehearse and practice and understand what this guy is all about and what is it teaching and I started implementing those ideas 
And the biggest breakthrough that happened to me after that was when I read his book, 10X Rule. Mm -hmm. The 10X Rule, that just blew my mind away. That just told me that, Dave, you've been downplaying yourself a whole life. Despite of you coming from the humble family, despite of you seeing your dad work so hard, you still have not used your potential as much as you should have. You have been in your comfort zone. That just, you know, my, my mind just exploded. And since then, I invested in Grant Cardone University. I bought all his book, you know, all his five books I read. I bought everything that he had to sell. And the moment I did that, my first investment in him, the big investment in him was 1.2 lakh. Mm-hmm. Which, which was the Grant Cardone University for one year. And that was like a digital course on learning how to sell and how to do all those things. So that just gave me a huge, huge return, more than like 10 times. I started closing big deals. I started becoming champion. And my CEO, he used to come and tell me that, hey, if there's a star, Dave is the one, right? Dave is the champion. Dave is a star. Mm. So things started working really, really well. But then... There was something which I realized, apart from being a champion, is I was the one who was from the humble family, and I was the one who knew hard work is really important. Despite of that, if I was underplaying my potential, then trust me, I'm not alone. Mm. There are millions and millions of people agree. living in India. You know? All over so the world, I, I not just, only in India, all over the world. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree. So that's that's the time when I said, okay, now if I was the guy who was average, who has really transformed the thought process and my mindset has really expanded and my life has changed, I'm going to be the one who's going to help others do the same thing. That's when I started, you know, doing things on social media, giving back to the community, giving back to the world from my, you know, through my knowledge, my wisdom, whatever I had, right? I knew sales. So I started making sales videos. I learned about the mindset and all that thing. So I started sharing my tips through uh, the text, through videos, and I started building my community. Then I said, okay, I need to do more. Then I wrote my book and, and then one thing led to another. Uh, and then I, after two years, two and a half years, I was able to finally quit my job when I had good income streams and I had you know parallel income streams and I had a financial confidence, which was the most important aspect. And, you know, everything happened for good. Awesome. Dave, it sounds really simple when you say that I started making videos and then quit the job in two and a half years. But I want to know the story, what you have done on those two and a half years when you had nine to five job and what did you do five to nine every single day? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, first thing, you know, I found my passion, you know, my passion was to help others give back to, you know, people, because when I was a trainer um, back in Vipro days, when I started my career, I really, really felt good when I helped somebody to become a better version or, you know, when somebody comes and tells me that they, thank you so much. I learned something new and, and thanks to you, I am better today. That was, that was my best feeling that money cannot buy. I just went back to that roots after I started doing the codes and videos, I started getting positive feedback and I started enjoying that more and more and more. It became like a drug. I became addicted to, you know, getting the compliments and making an impact on others. So I just started from making one line of codes, right? So I, I read something somewhere. I heard something somewhere. I will just go back and write that one. And then slowly and steadily, I upgraded my knowledge and then, from that one quote, it became original quotes and then started becoming write up. 
and started doing write-ups and then started doing you know videos small small videos uh, you know whatever i learned all i did is i learned it i i made it my own version and i'll share it on video on on linkedin on youtube and facebook and i started sharing um, over a period of time, I realized that there are people who are actually appreciating what I'm doing and they're really liking what I'm doing. So I started building my community then. So I built a community called Care Nation and I, then I built a community called Passionpreneur and then third community was Sales. So I started building the community and focusing and servicing them on daily basis. So what I did is I made three WhatsApp groups and that WhatsApp group started from two people and today it's in thousands. Hmm. Um, so all I did is every single day, I will leave a voice tip on all three groups, you know, how to convert your passion into business. I'll leave a tip hmm. there. I will leave a tip on motivational mindset hmm. and also share a tip on sales. Until today, I do that and, and I try to Is do that. Is that totally free for people to join in? Yes, it is free. But now the barriers have gone up. You know, initially it was free for everybody, but now it, it's still free but only for people who are highly committed. Mm -hmm. And the only way for me to check if he, is, he or she is committed is by asking them to read my book. Mm -hmm. If they spend some time reading the book, then I know that they are committed. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it took some time. And I, there, was, there was a point where it came that I, then I said, okay, you know, I need to keep upgrading. So, and, and parallelly, parallelly, I was still reading, not reading, actually listening to a lot of audio books. There you go. And, yeah, I listened to so many audiobooks and I started whenever I started finding some real real facts and I started learning uh, from the gurus, uh, I implemented at a lightning speed. And I also interviewed some of the successful people like Evan Carmichael, who's got like 1.3 million YouTube subscribers. I also interviewed Dan Locke. Again, he's a one of the multi-millionaire. He became a millionaire 10 years ago. He's a you know, YouTube sensation based out of Canada. I also interviewed the great Patrick Bet David, the CEO of Valuetainment. So, you know, I started getting a lot of, you know, positive things. I started implementing that and I started sharing with others. And whatever secrets I learned from all the books, I actually started getting positive benefits. And I wrote all that thing in my book, said, hey, if I'm able to transform my life, I want to have a shortcut, a secret, a step-by-step -step guide or a formula on how anybody else can do the same thing. So that's when the the book 80% Mindset, 20% Skills was born. And this was happening parallel to my 9 to 5 job, okay? <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. So so now my question to you is, was it easy having 9 to 5? Yes, I know you were enjoying a lot. And I do enjoy doing this a lot, by the way, uh, you know, 5 to 9. But my question to you again is, I know you were enjoying and there was fun and a lot of that. But was it easy to keep up with all the different groups that you were saying and all the creating all that different form of content and helping people and getting into that mode where you are working hard and getting your hands dirty, right? You know, you are having that dust under your nails and you have that day job that you have to keep up with. Mm. Was it easy? Well, answer is no, uh, because I would finish my job, which again required a lot of work because I was working as a director sales and I had a big quota to meet. So I was also traveling to different countries and meeting clients. So one side, I had to keep up with that meeting targets. The other side, I have to write my book. I have to leave a lot of audio notes. I have to do a write-up. I have to do a blog. I have to do a lot of video editing. I mean, video editing takes a lot of time. 
then distribution, responding to each and every comment. I do that till today. Most of my you know videos on, on blogs, I usually respond to each and every person. So that was time consuming. I won't say it's easy, but when you find your passion, when you find your calling and it is making you happy, it becomes fun. So hard work is, is, is fun when you reach the point where everything becomes like, you know, everything you do is like a passion. Now, like, Dave. I, 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 I remember one of my friends said that, Dave, how do you do it? Like, you know, we went on a business trip, okay, and uh, we were meeting mm -hmm. clients and all that thing. And I was documenting and, you know, recording my videos. He's like, Dave, how do you manage it? Like, you know, now you're going to go and edit the video and upload it. It's such a time-consuming thing. I said, yes, it is. But for me, it's fun. <laughs> what is your message to that guy who goes on a 9-to-5 job and complains about not having enough time to build a side hustle thing? <laughs> oh, that, that answers questions pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can go ahead. <laughs> well, my message to you is, find your passion it it is it is possible if if a truck driver's son can quit the job and leave 3.5 lakh fixed salary plus incentive i used to make more than 60 lakhs per year that was the salary i left and if i can you know reach there and say goodbye to that salary and goodbye to all the comfort of 9 to 5 and build my business around passion anybody else can but it takes a lot of soul searching you know you need to first understand and do the soul searching as to who you really are you know self-awareness is something really really important and i was talking to one of the other gentlemen he has started his own business of automation and he is also part of my sales transformation program online program where i'm helping him with sales but the other day we we're having a conversation and it went beyond sales he has his own home automation business but he is passionate about spirituality i asked him what why are you not following your passion how many people, first of all, they know what they're passionate about? Like more than 50% have no idea what they're passionate about. They go to a 9 to 5 job just because our linear, screwed up education system told them to go to 9 to 5, right? They just go to school, they just finish graduation to get the job, keep working 9 to 5 for whole life for what? Just making money? Like money is important. But more than money, the time and the freedom is something which is more important. So I told him that, hey, you should be happy that you know what is making you happy. You already know what you're passionate about. What is holding you back from practicing and sharing your knowledge and helping people on spirituality? He's like, Dave, but I'm afraid if I will be able to make money and survive in that. I said, you know what? How many people are there in India? He said, 1.3 billion. I said, great. How many people do you think? least you know what being conservative how many people do you think will even care for the spirituality least number he said maybe 10 percent i said great so 100 and what 30 million so let's say 130 crores let's say in indian right so 130 crores let's assume that out of people who are passionate about spirituality 130 crores let's say 10 percent 13 crores let's say at least 1.3 crores can you find at least one lakh people that you can work with he said, hmm, sounds like a big number. But I said, okay, let me make it easy. How about 10,000 people? You serve 10,000 people and you help them spirituality, you know, through spirituality, you train them, you educate them, they become your loyal followers, and you just charge those 10,000 people just 10,000 rupees for one year. Hmm. You, you know, it's like what, less than 1,000 per month. 
can you do that if you practice your spirituality for next two or three years? He said, yeah, that sounds possible. So do the math. 10,000 into 10,000, 10,000 rupees into 10,000 people is 10 crore rupees. Do you think you will be able to make good living with that? He said, yes, absolutely. I said, there you go. So just that one example that we know that the possibilities are endless. If you are being a nine to five and you've never considered something that you're passionate about and you have not even given it a shot, trust me, you're going to regret after five years or 10 years. And even you will see other people, you know, building their business around passion because there's a new way which is hitting. So if you're still in nine to five, get your lazy ass out of the seat and work your ass off first, find what your passion is, then start working and utilizing your time efficiently. Because I've seen most of the people, you know, they're happy when Friday evening comes, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're gonna live, they're gonna be happy for two days, two week offs. Why can't you have that day every day? Why can't every day can be Sunday? So in order to make that possible, first, find the passion. Number two, work your ass off. You know, when you're not at work, you're still at work, which is you're working on your future, your passion. What you do outside of the work is going to define your future, not what you're doing in nine to five. Let me repeat. What you're going to do outside of your nine to five job is going to define who you will become as a passionpreneur or your future, right? Then surround yourself with successful people, learn everything that you're supposed to learn and become good at what you're doing. Fourth is start impacting people, start giving back to the community, start giving back to people. That's what I did for you know, without any expectation for two years, I did that and everything came to me without even asking for it. Then I will come when you will realize that, hey, I think I'm making decent money from other side. More than financial freedom, you probably will have financial confidence. And what is that? The confidence is, you know that there's abundance of what you're doing. There is a demand. You have something unique to offer. You're passionate about it. And there will be people who will pay you. Maybe you'll start small, but you will grow. Because three lakh in a job will not become three crore in next two or three years. But trust me, if you're doing something which you're passionate about, you can scale it. It can become big. Like just take an example of my book, mm-hmm. right? Just one book, if I have to sell, I don't have to put any effort. If I have to sell 10,000 books, I still don't have to put any effort because mm-hmm. it's all automated and you know it doesn't require my hard work. The hard work is done. So you can scale there, but your work, you're still exchanging your time for money. You cannot make more than nine hours, maybe even for 18 hours, Mm. You, your your salary will not double or triple. You will still make the same, same money. And one more thing I want to bring to you, to you know, the listeners notice is, I was talking to one more uh, person and I was coaching her. She's like, Dave, I've been in job for 10 years. I don't know what I'm going to do in life. I said, okay, here's the problem. You've always been jumping and hopping jobs to get a better percentage height. Is that right? You said, yes. Every time you got the job high, let's say you got 20% high your job, do you think your life, your happiness, your fulfillment went up by 20%? She's like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. I said, see, the thing is, more hype, more money will not give you more happiness. It's not directly in proportion to what you're doing. Rather than that, find what you're passionate about and start building your business around that. And more people you'll impact, more happiness you will have. That's how we all human beings are wired. So. That's the long story. The people, if you want to quit 95, utilize your time, find your passion, 
go for the impact, go for the contribution and start building your business around it because the passionpreneur wave is going to hit India pretty soon. It's already hit US. Whatever is happening there, it happens in India. After four or five years, it's going to hit big time. And 70% of the people going forward after 10 years would be self-employed because the power of social media. It was not there before. When we were living in industrial age, we had no option. Like the successful people then, they were the Rockefeller brothers. They were like uh, Henry Ford and all the big, big shot because they, it required a lot of capital investment to build the factories and produce the goods. But today, people have found creative ways of exchanging value, exchanging idea for money, right? I can just give you so many examples. One of my friend, Lakshmi, she is 23 years old. She charges $3,000 per client per month doing what? Social media marketing and advertisement. That's one client. So which is what? 3000 into 12, $36,000, just one client. She doesn't have a factory. She doesn't have office. She doesn't have people. So there are so many ways people can make money. But the thing is, are you even ready to learn and come out of the rat race? Oh, and yes, if you are so happy being in the rat race, please be there. It's not for you. If you are happy getting that 10% hike and you are so happy in that job, then it's not you know necessary for you all to jump out of your job and start your own, right? If you are not happy with what you are doing. Donkey, continue being donkey. <laughs> I am I'm very straightforward. <laughs> I offend people, but that's how I am. I don't want to offend you guys, but if you are on the job and if you are complaining, then you are donkey. But if you are in there and not complaining and are very, very happy at your job, then that's fine. There is nothing that you, you do because everything that you want to do, follow your passion, this and that, all this stuff, it's about happiness. But if you are happy with your job, that's totally fine, right? No, here's the thing, right? So there are definitely people who would want to be happy in the comfort zone, nine to five, right? That's fine. But if I ask somebody, said, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you 100 crores. Let's forget about 100 mm -hmm. crores. Let's say I'm going to give you 10 crores and you can do whatever you want with that money. Don't give me back. What are the chances of the person taking the money and going and living the same nine to five? The probability is 99% of, of the people, they will take the money and they will do something that makes them happy. And trust me, living nine to five, trading time for money, it's not something that people make, you know, it makes people happy. Look, happiness comes from the freedom, freedom to choose what you want to do, where you want to go, who you want to spend time with, and that only comes when you're free and people more or less they're tied up to nine to five and they convince themselves that they're happy because they don't want to look at the other possibilities because it's difficult because they're not enlightened because they don't you know they're not found their passion so they convince themselves that no 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 i'm happy in nine to five but trust me the day when they get lottery of 100 100 crores or 10 crores the last thing they want to do is just go back to nine to five. Why would you want to take order for somebody when you can be your own boss and live what you want? Why we are here in planet Earth it's to not to do nine to five is to enjoy our time, spend love and happiness and freedom and, you know, spend time with the loved ones and friends. So the last thing you will do is go back to nine to five. So when people say that, you know what, I'm in nine to five, I'm unhappy. The chances are I know in their head that they're just trying to convince themselves. Given a choice, they would they would jump out of it if they make more money and they have more money, they will never go back to nine to five. So it's very rare that, you know, there will be exceptions for sure, 
that even if they have crores or rupees, they probably want to do the same thing, right? That's what probably they've been doing for 30 years, which is fine. But most of the people, they'll jump and take the money and they'll never go back to 95. That's my challenge. That's super important there. Thank you so much for asking that question is before this interview as well, I was saying there has been people in my life who has asked the right question at the right point that, you know, has helped me tremendously in my own growth, right? And you has asked one question and I challenge the listeners here who has been thinking of leaving the job or having their own business or that sort of stuff. I want you to ask this question that they've uh, just mentioned. What would I do if I had 10 crores or 10 millions or whatever that amount in my bank? What would I be doing? I think that's the best way uh, that you can. One of the ways I would say not the best way. There might be other ways, but that would definitely be one of the ways to figure out what you are passionate about. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. Yes, absolutely. It's a, that's a question you should wake up with every day and ask yourself till you don't find the answer. It's, it's not about skills. It's about mindset. And your book is titled as 80% mindset and 20% skills. Why do you think so? Uh, good question. So when my life was going average and I was just living nine to five and using less potential, I started studying all the millionaires and billionaires. Like I started searching, hey, what is it that makes them so successful? Most of them, they think, that, oh, that they had the skills and all that thing. But there was one clear pattern that most of the people, they became who they became because they conquered their mind. Mind is the most powerful weapon that we all have. Your body has the limit, but mind does not. And if the mind can see, mind can feel, if the mind can believe that you can become successful and become super rich and super successful, super healthy, have a super family life, then it can become reality as well. So skills can be developed only when you have your right mindset. And I'll give you an example, which I even mentioned in my book. We all know this one gentleman, I'll not name them. Uh, he long time ago in south of the southern part of India, his friend wanted to uh, actually set up a water purification plant. So this person, he said that, you know what, let me try. I'll help you to set it up. His friend, he laughed. He said, you know what, you don't know anything about the water purification plant. How are you going to set it up? I am going to invite, you know, he said, and, and his friend said, I'm going to invite you know, all the international companies who are going to set up the purification plan. You know, you have no knowledge about this. You cannot do it. But this person, he insisted, you know what? Give me an opportunity. Give me a chance. I'll prove it to you. He said, okay, I give you a chance. You go test it. And if it works, I'll, I'll prove it. He said, okay, good. So this person went, he studied, he studied, he studied on how the water purification works. He had no idea about it. He came back after a few weeks and said, you know what? Let's do a test. His friend, and all and him he, he did the test and it failed his friend started laughing saying that i told you it's not your cup of tea you have no idea about this but he did not give up he said you know what give me one two more weeks i'm going to go and study and I'll, I'll come back to you last chance he said okay last chance before i invite all the international bodies to set it up so he went back again studied and he found there was what mistake he made he came back and he did the experiment and guess what? The success was there, right? It became successful and 
what the other companies were supposed to do in spending, you know, so much money, he could do it in a fraction of the cost. How did he do it? By the way, this person is none other than Sadhguru, right? A very, mm. very profound guy. There you go. Right? He had no idea. And I saw this interview and I mentioned this in the book as well. This is so profound. So how did he do it? Did he have the skill? He did not. What did he have? He had the will. He had the hunger. He had the desire to do it. And if you have to put all that together, in short, you can call it a mindset. He had the mindset to learn and implement it. Right. So skills can be developed, provided you have the right hungry mindset. And all the people I've studied, they all have the same common practice. They had the mindset of wealthy, the mindset of rich, and then they became rich. Right. If you have a mindset of poor people, despite of you having millions in your account, you will still live like a poor. And then we have so many people examples. So when we say mindset, it's just not about, you know, having a lot of money and you know that's not the lifestyle when you say mindset it's about the millionaire mindset that you need to have to actually live the millionaire lifestyle so that's what i mentioned that's why the mindset is really really crucial so Dev, how do you develop that kind of mindset well it starts from you first to have first i mean first and foremost thing people even don't know that they're living an average mindset they're living with an average the mindset. biggest problem out there they don't even know that they're living with that mind. Yeah, imagine, imagine if I have the fatal disease, like a cancer, and I don't even know I have a cancer. One fine day, I hit the stage four and I'm dead. This is even worse than cancer because it eats away your whole life. The average mediocre thought process eats away your whole life only to realize and you regret later that, man, my life could have been better if I would have thought big, if I would have done more. So that is the big challenge first. People don't even know. They're not even aware that average is the disease. That's number one, right? Awareness. You need to first be aware that whatever you're doing today, you can do probably 10 times, 100 times better. That's number one. Understanding where you are. And I've actually listed down some exercises in the book, which actually helps you find out which stage are you. There are different four types of people, right? They're the losers. They're comforters, they're averages, and then they're unstoppables. Mm. So first you need to find out which category do you belong to. I mean, if I ask somebody which one would you want to be, for sure they will say, I would want to be unstoppable. I don't want nobody wants to be a loser, nobody wants to be a comforter, nobody wants to be averager. But guess what? Majority of people they fall in average category. And I was the one. I was the one for 33 long years till I stumbled upon some great books and great videos, and I was like, wow. I was an average guy for so long and ever since I just switched my mind and I increased my frequency of thoughts and my dreams, my life just became super, super good and everything multiplied. So first, learn which category you fall in. Number two, then what are you going to do about it? How would you actually go, let's say if you find out you're an averager, how would you change that? So there are several ways to change it, but the best way is change your daily habit. You cannot control years, but you can control your days and you can control your hours. So what you're going to do today, your daily habits, which, you know, again, I've listed on the book, it starts from your morning ritual. Every successful person I've read about and I've found about, they have great morning rituals, starting from Oprah Winfrey, Richard Branson, Steve Jobs. Everybody had the morning ritual, which is consistently includes 
visualization, affirmation, exercise, meditation, yoga, and, and writing your goals. These are the common traits of the successful people. So when successful people have done something good, and if they got the success, what is stopping us from replicating that in our life and getting the benefit? That's exactly what I did, and that's what, what's why I'm preaching in my book as well. So first, identification where you are. Number two, changing your habits. Number three is sustaining that. How do you sustain it? Like today, if you're enlightened, tomorrow, do you want to go back to average? No. You want to sustain it. How would you sustain it? Build like-minded community. Like, you know, before our call, DJ, you also mentioned that you are also learning so much by spending more time with people who are better than you or achieve more. And that's how oh. you're improving. So yeah. same thing with me. I could not find those successful people around me because all everybody was nine to five. So where would I find them? I would find them through books. I would find them through YouTube videos. I would follow all the successful people. And that's what I did. And then I built a community called Care Nation, Passion Printer. And, and I can proudly say that I have built that community so strong that even if I don't do a message there, there's so many motivational messages which comes in Care Nation that it keeps everybody pumped up. So, you know, that's the sustainable part. So these are the three things which I mentioned in the book. Anybody reads it in detail, I've got a really, really good feedback. You know, I've got people who've been telling about, I read the book in straight six hours and it has profound impact. Like one person told me that I was about to go to work, then I saw your book, then I decided not to go to work. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, so awesome. Yeah, I have seen a lot of, lot of those reviews and people are really appreciating your work and all the efforts that you have put in creating that book and, you know, uh, creating that piece of content. So, uh, guys, make sure that you check his book. It's called 80% Mindset, 20% Skills, Life Transformation in 9 Days. And Dev recommends you guys to read it at one go, if possible, maybe in one sitting, if not within the first week, because you will lose that motivation, right? Yeah, 100%. It seems that you've read that book. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Dave, one thing that you just have mentioned a moment back about having that kind of people in our, our circle, you said you connected to your mentors through Facebook, through uh, you know YouTube and through books, finding that kind of people having the right kind of mindset and really doing things right. So one pretty interesting observation that I would like to share is when you are in that kind of mindset and when you are you know, releasing that kind of frequency out to the world. And even even there are these kind of people like average people, you know, uh, f forwarding these dancing cat videos on WhatsApp or Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But let me tell you one thing. What I have found is those people, when they know that you are not going to enjoy those dancing cat video, when they come across some motivational stuff or some inspiring stories, they are going to be selective and they are going to filter you that information and are only going to pass you that information even though they enjoy a dancing cat video but they care about you and that's a pretty interesting observation that i have been you know uh you know looking for quite some time and they apparently stop forwarding you those dancing cat videos but they will forward you the inspirational message and all that sort of stuff so it's it's you who sets your standard it's you who is going to, you know, make sure what standard you are going to live up to and what you want to surround yourself with, what kind of vibe or message or what is it that you want in your life, right? So it's, it's your control. So true. Absolutely true. You know, you, whatever you, you, you desire, whatever you do, the universe will give you that. And that was just one example that we just shared. That's profound. Absolutely true.
Awesome, Dave. So um, that's what you call is a middle class mentality, right? Mm -hmm. So living for a day or maybe having that short term vision, not actually having that bigger vision for your your life or how you can scale it up to 10x, 100x or maybe 1000x in your own life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now it's time for the enlightening round. But before that, if there's anything that you'd like to talk from your book, that uh, you'd like to share out that we haven't discussed about yet? Uh, well, I, I think, you know, this book, you know, when I was writing this book, you know, let me tell you, why did I write this book? Number one, of course, I wanted to impact more people. But whatever books I read, it was either motivational, you know, it was more theoretical. I said, yeah, it has to be something more profound. and has to be, you know, I, I need to write some book which has to be very easy to understand and it could impact somebody's thought process, challenge their current belief system and make them jump walls. And that's that's when I wrote this book, which is very simple and easy to understand. It, it is, it's just not a motivational book. It's a step-by-step -step guide. And one thing remembered, and I'm sure once you read this book, you will also realize it, that it's not just one time that you would be wanting and reading this book. More you would read, and every stage and every stage of your life you'll read it, you'll learn something new, and it'll take it to your next level. I, I've got a lot of people telling me that, this is my Bible. You know, one person told me I'm going to read it for 50 times. <laughs> mm. So, you know, if, you, if you're planning to change your life, I think that's the place you should start with. Awesome, Dev. Now it's time for the enlightening round. Are you excited? I am pretty pumped, man. Bring it on. Awesome. So, Dev, what inspires you to do everything that you do? Wow. It's impacting people. That is the only thing, my goal, my vision of inspiring, empowering, and ten, and inspiring, empowering, and transforming 10 million lives, that's what drives me. Because I know we as human beings, we're here with some purpose. And I realize this is my purpose, giving back to the people and helping them. It may sound, some people may think that, oh, it's, it's really, I'm being diplomatic, correct. But no, I wake up every day with that thought, and I write my goal, my vision, first thing in the morning, as if I've already done it. I start by saying that I have transformed 10 million lives through my unconventional products and my wisdom, like best impacting books, workshops, mastermind programs, coachings and training. So one thing which drives me is impacting other lives. Dev, you have mentioned a bit a moment ago that you have studied the successful people and you have found certain traits or daily kind of habits that has made them who they are today so if you have to attribute all your success to one of your daily habit which that habit would be one thing and i have to point out only one thing that is reading books that is so profound because i've read that average millionaire or average entrepreneur they read about 60 books in a year an average person, you know how many books they read in a year? Zero. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere between zero to one. You know, let's let's give benefit of doubt one book in you know in that year. And some people in their lifetime they just read one book. Sure. So if you really want to be successful, how do you think you will be successful without even knowing some basics and learning from the successful people who have already done it and been there? I mean, why would you not want to learn? from the gurus who have become super successful and who, who have put their learnings of 30, 40 years in just one book. Why would you not want to learn? That 
one habit has really, really become a game changer. And ever since I saw this, I said, you know what? I may not be a millionaire right now, but I can beat millionaires. Where can I beat them? I can beat them in reading more books. If they're reading 60 books, I'm going to read hundreds mm. a year. And so far, I'm on track. And if, if the millionaire, they're spending, you know, half an hour, one hour in gym, I'm going to spend more time, right? It does not cost me more money and being more disciplined on health. Uh, so I, 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 one habit I attribute most of my success to is reading and learning every day and implementing that, right? Not just reading, but implementing as well. But everybody, in, you know, has to read books. If you don't like reading, do what exactly what I do is listening to audio books, listening to podcasts like this, you know, Vijay, where you got summary of what I've written in the book and you can expand on that when you read the book. But even if you listen to this podcast, trust me, you will be 50 to 60 percent ahead of yourself and your friends in terms of thought process and everything starts with the thought process. Uh, you will get all the blueprints, success leave clues, and these are the clues that you should be picking up from the books which has been written. So, one habit, reading books. So, which book do you believe has had the biggest impact in your own life? Oh, no-brainer, 10x rule. Grant Cardone's The 10x Rule has had a huge, huge impact on my life. If you were to start this success journey all over again, what are those three things that you would have done differently? Okay, if I would have started my journey again, mm, number one, I should have started early, right? That is, that is the biggest regret I had that like, why I've waited for 33 long years to start on this journey. So number one, I, would have, I should have started early. That's number one. Number two is I would have actually um, invested a lot in my self-development. That's one thing which I think everybody is missing is investing the time and money on the self-development. Ever since I knew that the self-development is the thing to do which gives you multiple times return, I invested more than 14 lakhs in last one and a half, two years on my self-development. A person who never invested 14 rupees for, for 33 long years, mm. I invested 14 lakhs in one and a half, two years, which is like almost one lakh per month I spent. I did not have money at that time, but I still borrowed and I spent money because I knew that if I want to learn, if I want to reduce my time to learning, because I don't have like whole life to learn and, you know, take it easy. I want, I want success and I want it fast. So why do I want to reinvent the wheel? Let me learn from people who have already done that. Here's my money. Take my money teach me fast. And there were days where I went 11 straight hours learning and rehearsing and practicing how to do sales funnels, how to do copywriting, how to do email marketing. So I was hungry. So I gave the money and I gave the time to reduce my learning curve. People think that, hey, Dave has transformed my life in just 20 months. It's not been 20 months. I've spent more time in those 20 months, almost like five years lived in two years. Mm. So that is second, you know, investing time in self-development. Number three is um, surrounding myself with people who are better than me. I wish I would have done that long back. Only place I could find them is on social media through Grant Cardone's. I became mentee to Dan Locke, right? Dan Locke is someone who I really, really respect and I look up to him. And if, if you're listening to this podcast, you should definitely check out Dan Locke's YouTube channel. Whatever you learn there, trust me, it is even better than MBA degrees. You will learn so much in those free videos. So these are the three things, right? Start early, 
self-development, education, you know, investing in self-development. Third, surrounding myself with people who are much, much bigger than me. So, Dave, uh, would you like to share any online tool or app that you use on a regular basis and that you found to be very, very useful in uh, maybe building yourself uh, development or maybe in building your discipline or any anything that has helped you really you know in in that aspect yeah so app which i highly recommend is amazon audible which is for audiobooks and on an average you know people spend about people spend like good readers they read two or three books in a month me i can finish two or three books in just one week thanks to the amazon audible because whenever i'm in gym i listen to audiobooks when I'm cooking, I listen to audiobooks. When I'm traveling, listen to audiobooks. I know in flights, trains, that's my best time to listen to audiobooks. And I can finish entire book, if not in two days, in, in even one day I finish some of some of those books. So that's my best buddy. The Amazon Audible, lifesaver. Of course, it's not for free, but it's totally worth it. Awesome, guys. If you would like to check out the Audible and get your first free book on Audible, visit theinspiringtalk.com forward slash audible that is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash audible you will get one free book right there and then you can try the audible for one whole month and if you don't like what you are getting and if you want to end your subscription do that right away and the book will still remain with you go ahead and try that get your first book on audible and listen it out there you go. Awesome, Vijay. You know, you, you just, you know, I love your attitude of giving and sharing more. So it's a pretty brilliant opportunity, guys. Just get onto it and you won't be disappointed. Awesome, Deb. Now I have got the last question for you. But before I ask you the last question, if people want to maybe get in your inner circle or mastermind that you are doing or maybe get into your, you know, WhatsApp groups or maybe buy your book and then, you know, give you feedback or how they can get connected with you or if they would like to you know get in touch with you what's the best possible way yeah so if, if people want to reach me look I, I i'm actually a busy man i'm not bragging because i have six sundays a week life now people may be wondering what is six sundays a week i have designed my life in such a way that every day is sunday for me and i work just once in a day because rest of the days i spend you know doing things which i'm really passionate about and i have a lot of free time and i have I'm busy at the same time because i want to spend more time with family but hey if you really, really want to learn something and you want to connect with me, the best way to do it is pick up my book because it will tell you exactly step-by-step step thing that I did to transform my mindset and that really transformed my life. So that's the first place you want to start. And all my contact details, all the websites, everything is there in the book. And I'm, I'm the guy who's most accessible. Once you read the book, send me a WhatsApp message, you know, and I would be happy to welcome you to my free Care Nation Passionpreneur and sales community where I do the exclusive audio tips and which is not accessible to anybody outside, not even social media. So pick up the book and I look forward to welcoming, welcoming you to my Care Nation family and I hope that we will work together someday and I will help you to design your six Sundays a week life. By the way, that's the title of my next book. I'm going to write a book. I'm already written one third of it, which is six Sundays a week life. So yeah. Guys, make sure that you check Dave on different social media platform and get his book right away on Amazon and also write to him about your feedback on his book and if that book had been of any help to you and if it has helped you 
let him know how it has helped what are the different action steps that you have picked up from the book and applied in your own life make sure that you get in touch with him and this guy has definitely got a lot of gem within himself and make sure that you pick it out of him all right deb so here's the last question for you mm. maybe you may like to close your eyes okay so imagine that you are standing in front of arena and this is the biggest ever built in the history of the world and you are there standing on that arena and every single seat on that arena is occupied and millions of millions of people are sitting there you have this goal of 10 million but there are more than 20 30 50 million people in that same arena and you are there on the stage and you have to address them with everything that you have learned in your life and you have got only 1 minute of the time to address these people what would be your message wow that's a dream come true okay okay all right what would be my message is i would tell them that hey find your true meaning find your purpose why you are here why you're doing what you're doing what is it that fulfills you the day when you find your purpose and passion give your heart and soul in doing what you really really love doing i will share one quote which was shared by steve jobs he said that people with passion can change the world now today i'm telling you that you have that power within you to change the world start by identifying who you are as a person and start building your business your life around that and more and more you do that more happiness you will have remember happiness comes from freedom and giving back to others so find ways how you can contribute to others and find ways how you do not have to exchange your time for money find ways how you can exchange value find ways how you can solve problems for money that is the only thing i want to leave you with because you have the greatness within you do not just admire greatness unleash yours you are amazing dev thank you so much for being here thank you so much vijay i really really love speaking with you and i hope this message would really inspire a lot of people you're doing amazing job by inspiring so many people at such young age i wish you all the best and for all the listeners i love you guys and i will see you someday in person maybe in my workshop thank you so much the inspiring talk.com forward slash 4141 guys i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode with dave gadwi if you did make sure that you share this episode with your friends and family by visiting the show notes page at the inspiring talk.com forward slash 4141 you can also access all the links to resources and people mentioned in this episode by visiting the inspiring talk.com forward slash 4141 Also guys if you are interested in taking your voice to the world through your own podcast then check out my podcast coaching program that starts on June 17 by visiting theinspiringtalk.com/podcastcoaching that is theinspiringtalk.com/podcastcoaching and to finish this guys don't stay on the job that you hate your life is not meant to be lived for someone else it's your life and you are in charge of it 
Build that side hustle around your passion. Work harder after your job and take that plunge. You will reveal the incredible you that lies within you. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.